Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Check on the track. Doubting me, doubting myself. Insecurities won't help. Energy, yeah. Welcome back to Chronic Conversations. It's your girl, Mary Jane. And Talissa. And Gabby G. Today we have a special guest, Juliana. Hello, how are y'all doing today? All right. Yes, so uh, full disclosure, she is my new stepsister. Stepsister. Yeah, stepsister. Is it stepsister? Yeah, stepsister. She's still, because I'll be trying to say sister-in-law, but it's stepsister. Stepsister. Come on now. So, I never had one. She never had one. Don't say that, nor go get mad. <laughs> I never had a stepsister, oh. you know. So, um, yes, you're my stepsister. You're also Talissa's cousin. cousin. Yeah. What so, are we, we're first cousins, right? Second, second, second cousins. Yeah, right. And it just so happens that uh, you have an incredible story that uh, you also was a guest speaker at the Women's Empowerment yes. because of your story. Yes. Um, I know, like the first or second day of us just you know conversating, I was just you know really impressed because I like I love that. I love that when women you know turn their adversity overcome it and you know take it take on new heights the way that you did the way that you did it was awesome so let's let's get the background story of uh, who you are where you from and 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 we'll start there um so born and raised Waco uh my family my mom and my dad moved me out to Lorena whenever I was a kid um just to get me out of the Waco school districts and um I went out there at the gray age of fifth grade, I believe it was, and then graduated from Lorena High School. And it was kind of, once I hit high school is kind of when I was like, uh, I started noticing things that for me were like, okay, I feel like a little different in some areas, you know? And um, started I started facing challenges. Yeah, I started facing a lot of challenges and I, I didn't quite know where to turn to. And I think that was where my downfall was at. Because um, back then that was what the 90s and 90s were good years, like you know, for us, you know, 90s were good years. But um, there was still a lot of things that aren't as liberal as they are today. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, you, back then you didn't you couldn't have a voice or certain things you couldn't say, you know, certain things you couldn't do. You had to carry yourself a certain way. And I had just won Miss Hispanic Waco. And so at that point in my life, I was really scrutinized. Like, you know, I had to carry myself this way. I had to be at this place this time. I had to do all these things. And it just wasn't quite who I was, but I had an image to uphold. And I think at such a young age, it just kind of took a toll on me. And in my household where I was raised, it was there's not room for a grave center like this. You know, my mom was like, 
really hardcore strict. She was Jehovah's Witness, and it was just, it was insane, like how I grew up. And so, um, which in the end, that ended up benefiting me as far as like the structure and stuff, because I needed to learn how to channel that energy. Mm -hmm. But back then, I didn't know what to do with it. You know, I didn't know like how to channel it. So I started looking for people that did accept me and my sexuality and so forth. And that's where I messed up at such a young age. I started getting bad scenes, hanging around bad people. Um, had a girlfriend back then. She was first love of my life. And, you know, you're just stupid behind your first love. You you do anything. Yeah. And um, from there, things just kind of started to go downhill. And at the age of 18, I had caught my first case. And I ended up behind bars. And I ended up having to stay in prison for five years. And so within those five years, I did a lot of rehabilitation things. You know, they, they have all that stuff in prison. And sometimes it's very cliche, like, you know, they come out, oh, I did this. And you're like, yeah, you know, like it. But some of those things, if you really take it to heart, they really do mm -hmm. work. And um, I ended up having to go to this program whenever I got out of prison. It was called Safe P. And I don't know if y'all have ever heard about that, but it's basically like a drug rehabilitation boot camp. And um, that's where I really learned a lot about like thinking cycles, who I wanted to be, really facing my own demons. I had to stop projecting all the things that I had did in my life onto other people and making it be everybody else's problems. Um, and finally I just kind of looked at myself and I really looked at the demons that were inside of me and I was like, okay, bitch, you got to get your shit together. Right, like, yeah. you know, you're 18. Like at that point I was eight. I was like, you went in when you were 18, spent five years in there. I was what, 20, 20 something years old. And I was like, I'm about to get out. And I, I don't, I don't know what I want to do with my life. I don't know you where I want to go. I don't have a plan. I don't have nothing. And I knew, you know, old habits, old things. It's easy to go back. If you're hanging out with the old people, you're going to end up going back to the same thing mm -hmm. again. And I had seen it so much on my dad's side of the family. Like, man, if there is a statistic book about, uh, people that are coming in and out, it is my dad's side of the family. Oh, like they are telling? always in and out and in and out. And I'm like, man, I don't want to be like that. Yeah. Like, right. so I had to learn how to channel my energy into something more than what I was. So whenever I got out, uh, the first thing that was on my bucket list was I got to get through college. Like college was a must for me. I was like, I got to do this while I'm young. I don't have no kids. I don't have no girlfriend right now. I don't got nothing. No distractions. Like, yeah, I don't have yeah. nothing. I'm just going to do it. And um, I ended up getting two bachelor. I got two associates, but then I was like, man, that's not enough for me. So I ended up getting two bachelor's degrees. So I actually have four degrees. And then from there, I was like, man, I just feel like this isn't enough. You know, I was in the corporate world and um, I was working for the man and I was seeing how much money they were making. And mm -hmm. granted, I will always, always give props to those that gave me um, the steps to be able to be where I'm at today. But I just always knew that there was something inside of me that was like, ah, I can't, I don't want to do that better than them. I want to, I want to be different. I don't want to be better. I want to be different. Right. Um, so because when you have that better mentality, that's when you tend to like you know, screw you're comparing, people over, yeah. you're comparing and like, you know, I just, I want to be different. I want to be mm -hmm. different than other people. So I went to work for this guy at an Italian shop, a, a granite shop. And I was like, man, I, I wasn't even utilizing my degrees. And I was like, what do I want to do with my life? And then I just started looking at how they were doing things at the granite shop. And then I was looking at uh, how people were doing renovations. And, but all along I had this passion for CrossFit behind mm -hmm. me. So 
I, st- I watched their ways. Like, it's so crazy because I actually went to, like, four different CrossFit gyms. I became members at different CrossFit gyms. And I would watch how they run their operations, how they would run their business. And they didn't know low-key that I was there just, you know, mm-hmm. like, scope and scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the same thing with renovations company. I worked for this one company, and then I went to another one. Worked for that one for, like, eight years. So I gained the tools that I needed to right. be able to, um, you know, get some skin in the game. Because mm-hmm. right now you got a lot of hotheads that are like, oh, I'm a contractor. Oh, I can do this. And they don't have no experience and they're coming out here taking people's money, you know. So I wanted to be able to have a company where my reputation will precede itself. Like where my son can go into a restaurant. We can walk into a restaurant five years from now and then somebody will know my work and they'll be like, oh, that's Juliana. And I don't have to worry about, oh, I screwed somebody over Mm -hmm. and not, you know, be afraid to show my face somewhere. So um, I ended up uh, working for these people. And then I was like, I'm going to end I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this by myself. Well, first off, fitness industry is like a man industry. Like it's it's so overran with construction and renovation. So first off right there, I'm in a male dominated industry. Okay, And then I turn around um, Hispanic. Okay. Then your background. Then I turn around my background. <clears throat> then I'm female. And then, oh, let's just top it off with I'm gay. You know? Right. So I had like, you know, six different things that I was going up against. And in the beginning, I can tell you it was a shit show. There were times where, you know, some people look at people now that have, that have things and they're like, oh, man, I wish I could be like you. But nobody knows right. the struggles. Like, you know, one month you could be rolling in the dough. And if you're not business savvy, if you don't know how to save, the next month could be a shit show. And you, you're like, man, I'm counting my last penny. Like, you know, nobody really knows the struggles of entrepreneurs or business owners. Um, and it may look all good and dandy, but the grind to get mm-hmm. there is, you know, if, if you don't have twenty four seven, if you don't have that mentality and you don't have that passion, like every day I have to wake up and I have to do my business plan every day when I wake up. Okay, what am I going to do today? It's more than just a daily checklist. Like, you have to stay on yeah, top I of have it. to stay on top of my stuff because what you know, what we kill is what we eat. So mm-hmm. it's not just a steady paycheck that's going to come every Friday working for the man, right? Like, you know, and I don't get to have no voice. I don't get to have no say. So for me, it was definitely a struggle for about a good four years to where I could get to where I was stable, and I felt like, okay, I'm, I'm finally where I need to be at right now with my life and with my businesses. So, Out of those six, um, those six things, Factors, yeah. yes, um, what do you feel like was the biggest one that held you back the most, that, that you had to overcome? So the first one would be uh, my background. You know, the, you're labeled, you're stamped, um, you're stereotyped from the moment you get out. And um, reputation, a lot of people don't understand, a lot of these young bucks don't understand that, like, how you carry yourself and how you are, your reputation takes years to build. Mm-hmm. Years to build. Character and reputation and integrity. And it takes seconds to destroy mm-hmm. like literally seconds like as a business owner <clears throat> I always have to make sure okay is this bitch gonna piss me off today because if so how am I gonna carry myself mm-hmm. accordingly right like <gasps> I can't just go and be who I was back in the day right like, I have to people make sure. hang on to, yeah, they, to they, that they one thing that like, they know and I can tell you my ex from when I was 16 17 she still won't talk to me from like things back in two decades ago yeah. you know so right. it's kind of one of those things where people will hold on to those things so reputation was really hard for me to overcome in the beginning like I had to go out there I really had to make my amends to people 
that I had heard whenever I first got out. And I was like, hey, look, you know, I was a kid. I was 17. I'm, you know, I'm sorry for everything I'd done. Um, and then the second thing would be uh, the male-dominated industry. Mm-hmm. Um, being Hispanic, to me, I, I take a lot of pride in that. So for me, it was really pushing the grain and leveling the playing field as far as with Hispanic females out there. Like, get on my level. And if you want to get on my level, come to me and I'll tell you how to do yeah. it. And I may not have all the answers, but I can tell you what I did to get there. Um, so being Hispanic wasn't really too much of a, a hurdle. Um, but it was definitely different. I mean, it yeah, was different. It was, than, different. You right. know, it, it was I, I the only one that looks like white collared, mm-hmm. you know, female that could walk into a bank and be like, oh, hey, um, I'd like to get a personal loan for this. You know, yeah. it wasn't that easy. Mm-hmm. But definitely the background was the first thing. And uh, for me, with somebody with as many degrees as I have, I should have been able to easily walk into a place and been like, hey, I want $150,000 a year. If you can't make that work, I'm sorry, I can go down to the corporation yeah. down the street from y'all, you know, but. I was luckily, I was lucky being able to walk into a place and say, oh, we'll give you 40000 Well, that, I can't make no bread and butter off that, you mm-hmm. know, like that's, that's, I can't do that. Right. So it would be definitely those two things. Yeah. And where were you think your mind is now, like before when starting your business up until mm-hmm. now, how has that changed your mind as far as like finances goes? So, well, the, this is actually still something in my household that's like a big debate <laughs> because I am a spender and I am, a, oh, we can do that or, oh, we got that. And then, you know, I got my CFO on the side, which is my wife, and she's like, no, you cannot do that. Mm-hmm. We cannot buy these things. And um, which for me, I, I, you know, I have to have that balance. You know, I need that balance in my life. Um, but I can tell you that hat. The number one rule in business is if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. And so for me, knowing my numbers and my finances was like a huge thing for me because I I, I could be spending money that I didn't know would have been allotted to something else. And you can easily find yourself in a bad situation with that. Um, so I really had to buckle down on making sure that, okay, we've got this allotted for this and our finances, like... I, I was more responsible with it. Mm-hmm. So. Elk, you go. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to your reputation and like uh, rebuilding that and like upholding your rep- your new reputation, like because that's something I struggle with. Mm-hmm. Like there's that the old me and the new me, the the me that I see in the future who I'm trying to be, and then there's that me that. You know, I'm kind of in the yeah. middle right now. Like I'm, I'm, I'm. But how old are you? I'm 32. 32. So okay. I'm growing. I'm growing up, yeah. and and there's a lot of things I don't. You know, I I definitely don't act the way that I used to. But there's some things that I Triggered. still have my triggers, yeah. and it's like I'm trying to like. Yeah. I'm trying to be a better person for my business. Yeah. I mean, also for my life, but and it's I think like. You, know, you nailed it right on the head right there, like your triggers. So for me, I had five years to really look in the mirror and say, okay, um, thinking cycles. Like these were things that were embedded in my yeah. head whenever I was locked up in these programs. So for me, it's like, okay, oh, I know that's a trigger. And I had, I knew right away, okay, if something is triggering me, I know what I need to do. I know what I need to do to get myself out of my situation or the situation that I'm in. But what a lot of people don't realize is that with a thinking cycle, there are so many steps that actually have to happen before an action happens. So meaning like, let's just say she pisses me off or says something, you know, and 
before I just go and stow off on her, there's so many steps before that. Like she has, she, there was an incident that happened, right? And then your last thing is action. So before that, you have a thought, you know, and then from thought becomes like you're going to manifest it into something else. So those are the things that I learned that I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm about to be right here. <laughs> so I need to get the hell out of here. Right. Yeah. Those are the type of things that I learned. So um, it comes with maturity, age, and just, I mean, for me, drugs, jail, fighting, all those things, like I, my desire to stay clean and sober and out of jail is so much stronger than my desire to use. And I think about the sound of the door closing mm. whenever you're in jail. I think about the smell. I think about like the cold concrete floor, like all those things are so embedded in my head that it's like, I never want to fucking go back. Right. So what do you think is the problem with the ones who are in there and have the same experience being in there as you did, mm-hmm. hearing those same... And why they go back to it? And what is it? Yeah, like, you know, you said you were there for years. You got to be by yourself, know yeah. yourself, learn yourself, know what your triggers are. So what do you think the difference is for the ones that come out that just completely go just the go opposite right back, yeah. way? Um. So a lot of people, I don't know if y'all have ever done statistics on people that are incarcerated, but most of them are geniuses. Like if you ever oh, yeah. really look up statistics. Yeah. That's why I'm surprised I'm not real. locked yeah. up. <laughs> not for real. No, a lot of them, bro, they're so talented. Yeah. They're, they're, they're really talented. And most of them, when they get out, if they learn how to channel that energy, they become CEOs of companies or they become, mm-hmm. you know, COOs or uh, they own their own businesses. And I think that a lot of them, when they get out, either A, they haven't had the education to go out and just learn how to channel that energy like, Man, you know, I have one of this, I have a worker that works for me right now. And sometimes I'm, I want to beat my head up against the wall with him because he's so talented. He has so much to offer. And I'm like, dude, if you could learn how to take that hustle mentality that you got inside of you and stop hustling this shit right here you and learn how to hustle business, mm-hmm. you could, you could go to Endless, right, you know, uh, bounds with that. I and think there's a, almost everyone with that the wrong hustle. Yeah, if they could find the right hustle, yeah. like they could be, you know, so much more successful yeah. because it's legit. And you most know of what them I mean? want that instant yeah. gratification. So, for instance, we we want to be able to snap our fingers and have mm-hmm. all those things. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of them are into that fast life, that illusion of the cars, the money, the broads, you know, that kind of stuff. Making and it rain. Like, right, making it rain, right? <laughs> well, but the thing is, is that in order to get there, like anything that's worth having needs to take time. Right. It shouldn't be where I'm going to hustle for four weekends in a row and then boom, I'm going to have, you know, a badass right. car. In right, this, because, because you're not going to appreciate it. Right. right. Not only that, but you can lose it just that quick just that too. Quick, right. If it's not built up yeah. to and that. And that's the problem. That's what happens is they're so used to that instant gratification they're like well i can go do this and come up real quick and come up instead of putting in the hard-earned work that they need to to be able to have that gratifying experience because yeah. i can tell you there was times whenever i got out and i didn't have a penny to my name and i, I would think to myself fuck i don't even have money to pay this bill how am i going to do it but i remember at the end of the day i'd come home to my little efficiency apartment and I could kick my shoes off. I didn't have no blue worn for my arrest. Nobody was looking for me. I didn't owe nobody. You know, I, you know, I didn't just piss somebody off. I didn't take something from somebody. So those are the things that they have to struggle with first. And most of them have that sense of entitlement. Oh, well, I struggled because well, I got locked up. No, you put yourself in there. Mm-hmm. Now you need to prove yourself whenever you get out. Right. right. Okay. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So many people doubted me, I started doubting myself. I got some personal insecurities and talking won't help. All this bad energy surrounding me ain't good for my health. Can't name a nigga who put fear in me, I swear I'm a step. Got a couple people that really hate me, but I love them to death. They run to the media pain. All right, real quick, I just want to give a shout out to Chronic Cosmo because we are doing our thing. Yes. We got uh, nominated for five Waco Awards. Like within our our little business, our building, yeah. five nominations for the Waco Came Awards. Out of that. Yes, yeah. and we ain't even been out this six months, I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> so we got to be doing something right. Yes, so shout out to A Ray as well. Uh, he is behind a lot of events that go on, and I don't think he gets the recognition that he deserves. He's He's been doing this for years like I, he's my classmate we graduated high school together and right out of high school he's been you know from the ciphers to everything that in between to now doing the Waco Gala and now the Waco Award Show and I honestly feel like you know coming up is going to be huge it's going to be so much bigger than what it is now and right. I'm just so proud of him so shout out to our team at Chronic Cosmo and shout out to uh, A-Ray A-Ray, yeah. A-Ray from Waco Texas class of uh, 2007 okay <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's. Uh, we got deep. I mean, we went deep. We did. We went went deep. So now it's time to go dope. Okay, and uh, we got some. We got some fun questions for you. All right. So we do uh, Waco artists, local artists. Okay. So artists of the week. Who do you? Who do you listen to? Anybody local? Uh, or, um, or local? No, I guess I've never really getting, gotten into that scene. Like I've never really just scoped that out. Um, but I am paying more attention to it now because I was voted uh, for um, Entrepreneur of the Year. Yeah, so, congratulations! Uh, I'm going on to the next one, but I have been looking into that lately. Okay. So when we circle back around, I'll let you know. All right. Okay. Well, I do want to tell you this. Let me invite you tonight as uh, open mic at Classy Glass. Uh, me and Prescription are hosting. We do the private hip hop uh, podcasts and parties. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're hosting tonight, and it's all local acts every Monday night. Even if yeah. you can't come tonight, next Monday is going to be another open mic where they have uh, music artists, poetry, comedy, all yeah. that you'll get a good feel of the local scene. Yeah. And and it's a nice vibe. They ha- yes, they've remodeled the it. Uh, they got specials on the wine glasses and uh, um, beautiful. Like, it's just so cool to yeah. see Waco's talent. It's a vibe. It's yeah. different. It's so diverse. Like, yeah. you might hear a rap artist and then a country artist and then, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, Some poetry. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. snapping your fingers. It's, yeah. it's a vibe. It's definitely a vibe. So anyone who needs to tap into the local scene, uh, Monday nights at uh, Stay Classy. Uh, shout out to Keep Waco Loud. They, they've been doing their thing, too. So um, tonight, me and Prescription are hosting. So cool. if you okay. want to... Tune into that. Yes. You'll, you'll get a feel on a few local right. artists. <laughs> a special shout out to Waco Go Grills for sponsoring Tips with Tea. You can hit them up on Facebook at Waco Go Grills. They offer haircuts and also have a recording studio for any artist wanting to get recording time. So make sure y'all hit them up. Also, make sure to check them out at their location, 3419 Bosky. Once again, they do grills and y'all know how we do it here in Texas. <laughs>
So there's a tip of uh, tips with tea. Okay. So just any tip that you have out there for anyone about anything, family, business, anything like that. Life. Motherhood, so, new mothers, whatever. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> one of the first things would be um, family first. Like anything that you do in your everyday life, like you need you need to center that around your family. Like mm-hmm. I, that's so much to where like I just recently got that tattooed on my uh, my arm. My sleeve is is uh, my boy nice. at uh, Zach at Infamous Ink. He owns it, so he did all my ink work here. But nice. like everything that's on my arm, it would be you know dedicated to my family. Um, uh, never forget your roots. Never forget um, what you're blessed with. You know the opportunities that were given to you in life. Um, because the moment that you take those for granted, those are the things that can easily be taken away from you. Um, and for anybody that's starting a business, uh, it would be what I just mentioned earlier. It would be um, know your numbers. If you don't know your numbers and you don't know your business. And then the second thing would be um, to uh, if you have a business plan and you think you know something, it's going to be twice as much and twice as long. So those would be my tips. Yeah. And that is so true. Uh, well, another shout out is to JR Renovations because, oh, yes. because, because not only did you sponsor uh, our podcast, yes. but um, you helped renovate our shop before it got up and running. Yeah. And um, let me tell you, we love it. Yes. Like everyone loves our shop. Everyone loves good, the, good. the colors, the floor, like all that. And you guys did it in one week and it was just perfect timing. Our budget, like it, fe- it met our budget. It was just everything. It you was. were such a blessing. Thank you. To thank us, you. and I don't think you understand yeah. that. <laughs> we cannot thank you enough. Yes, yes. Uh, thank you for the podcast uh, sponsorship. Thank you for uh, the renovating our shop and also for the Trunk or Treat uh, sponsorship yes, yes, as yes. well. So thank you so much. <laughs> and you you were a guest speaker at uh, the Women's Empowerment Brunch, too. So, yeah, you've yeah. been doing a lot. I've been doing a little bit. Thank you. Yeah, and you bit. deserve the yeah. entrepreneur. And, and you know what's so crazy is that in the beginning, like, I never did this stuff. I was the type of person that hustled in silence. That's like one of my big things. Is I'm like, bitch, why are you over here doing this and parading about it on Facebook? Right. I was doing this a year ago. Yeah. You know? So I'm the type of person that hustles in silence. Um, but I can honestly say she's gotten me out of my comfort yeah. zone. Like she's been like, hey, I want you to come to this. I want you to do this. No, it's and good because like, people can be yeah, inspired by you know, that. And what's crazy is that, and I tell, like, just like I told, I have never, I did never tell anybody my story. I never said anything. I never, like, it wasn't until. This is true. Yeah, she did this, um, this uh, video on me. What was it like it was last an year? Yeah, it was I an was interview. trying to start this. Yeah. Chronic conversations, you know, on my own, but then the pandemic hit and it just got in the yeah. way. And like, so this is like me, you know, redoing it again. Yeah. This is our second interview, but this is technically the first, you know, yeah. Yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I, I honestly wanted to give you your flowers while you're still here. And uh, I know I was inspired by your story. So I knew I could use you as a guest speaker to inspire other women. And they were, they were because I know there's women locked up yeah. who are coming home who are going to make a difference. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and we just got to keep, keep yeah. bringing the light to those stories because there's always, sure. you know, the stories we hear that all the time of them going back or them yeah. doing, you know, doing wrong when they get out. You and barely like, hear their yeah, success. You don't hear, yeah. you don't hear these type of stories enough. Yeah. So we got to give you your flowers. Yeah. So, sure. Yeah. So let everybody. Okay. One more. One more segment. Actually. <laughs> okay. One more segment. Okay. This is the best one. No, <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, sexy sixty. Give me sixty seconds of what you find sexy Ooh. in anything. Anything. Uh, no filter. No filter. <laughs> uh, I love Santa baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, when you dress up and do Santa baby, uh, that's one of my things right there. 
Uh, oh, Lord Jesus. Uh, that is sexy. Uh, I like going to the sex shop and being able to pick out whatever size I want to be. Whatever size I want to be. Not whatever size she wants. Right? Whatever, whatever size, size I want to be. Exactly. Um, we know who wears the pants. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's about it right now. Right? Yeah, and, baby and picking whatever size I want to be. So, that yeah. is too Those funny. are good pointers. Right. <laughs> okay, so sh- uh, tell the people where they can follow you if they want if they want to get fit with your CrossFit yeah. or if they want to get their home or business renovated. Let them know. Get you, this is your time to plug yourself in. Um, so you can find us either on Facebook at JR Renovations or at JR CrossFit, or you can go to either one of our websites. It's uh, JR CrossFit, or I'm sorry, uh, JR Renovations at Dash Waco or www.jrcrossfit.com. So you can find us on any social media scene. Um, I don't really do my personal Facebook or Instagram or all that too much. Mine's just more business uh, related. But yeah, you can catch us at any one of those. Moving oh, in silence, like yes. I said. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm gonna bring you out. <laughs> so come on. I, I see. I like to be loud and you know let everybody know. So you can be silent if you want to. I'm gonna let everybody know though. <laughs> or you. Right. right. Well. Well, y'all t- come back. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share our episodes because we love to um, get new followers, new subscribers, and uh, yeah, come back next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> My heart too big to do you bad, so I'm just Not floor, it's all up on my shoulders I got that tatted for real And I put that ass up on my chest Like I'm the man of steel No, I ain't nothing like the rest I don't fit in with my peers I work my heart up on my sleep Watch how you talking right here So many naysayers and fakers You gotta focus only on your paper You gotta ball just like a Laker You gotta make them niggas really hate you I can't be worried about nobody else Nobody worried when I needed help Mama said This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.